Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Balancing Act podcast. It's wonderful to have you here with me. And thank you very much for giving me some of your time, which I know is very precious. Um, and yeah, just to say, I really, really appreciate it. I love the fact that we're like building a community here and getting to know each other a little bit better. I really appreciate everyone who gets in touch with me through like online or through a direct message, whatever, whatever way. It's really fantastic to have um, that two way communication going on. And I guess what I've been hearing these last few weeks is that even though schools have now gone back, nurseries have gone back and a lot of the day to day responsibilities that we were taking care of before have gone Things still feel just as busy as ever and we're still expending lots of energy and feeling a bit like fed up with it all and really pretty tired out. And so today I I guess I wanted to share something that has been really pertinent to me over the last like year I would say um, but in particular probably the last six months or so. So anybody who knows me well knows that I'm a sucker for for learning. Like I absolutely love learning. Learning's one of the things that I know that I really thrive on. And when people talk about like getting in flow or getting in the zones, for me that comes from learning new things. And that can come from quite a wide range of different areas. So, you know, I always loved school. I did my homework as soon as I got it Um, through uni, like I'd happily do extra work on the holidays. And when I started work um, like in the corporate world, I used to love training courses and, you know, find out more than I had to know for my job just because I was interested in it. And I think that over the last, I don't know how many years, I've really rediscovered reading and I've read like basically exclusively non-fiction books and I really, really enjoy the area that would be classed, I guess, as personal development um, or like popular science, that's that sort of style of books. And it's interesting because obviously with all of these books, you take away loads and loads of lessons um, and things I th- when I read, I think, oh, yes, that's really interesting. Like I could, you know, change this up a bit or apply this thing there or whatever. But like, actually, the thing that I have benefited from the most, the lesson that I've benefited from the most is something that like I just couldn't get from a book, <laughs> I think. And that is that if I want other people to value my time and my energy, then first of all, I have to value them myself. And the funny thing is, is that like lots of things that I've read sort of get at that point and like I read it in theory and thought, yes, well, of course, but like actually doing it is really like very different. And it took me a long time to figure it out. So I'm going to say it again. 
If I want other people to value my time and my energy and respect those, then first of all, I have to value and respect them myself. And yeah, as I say, it took me a long time to figure out like the, why that was so important. And I think it then took an awful lot longer again until I really, really believed it. But I think like truly being able to learn that lesson is one of the most useful things I have ever learned in my entire life. And like, I know I'm saying that probably sounding quite jovial, but like I do mean it as like a genuine, dare I even say it, serious message. Um, So for a long time, you know, I was sort of saying that to myself, but I was going about it all wrong. So I was thinking, right, I do really value my time and I want to make the most of it. You know, I really want to know that I am using my time to the full, that I'm like really grateful for my energy and my time. And like that was, it was a great first step. But I guess what was happening was I was just putting so much effort in all the time. And I tried so many ways of getting more organized. So like when bullet journals first came about, I loved those. I had a, a bullet journal that I, I used every single day. I've tried loads of different apps for planning and organization. I've tried paper diaries. I've tried online diaries. Um, and I guess with all of these things, I just packed my day to the full. So, you know, starting off my to-do list, like literally minutes after I'd woken up to sort of get, you know, get in the zone and get on with the day and say this idea of making the most of it. And I took on way more than I, I knew that I should. Yeah. And I guess that was because I, in a way, I just wanted everything to be done. And you know, once it was done, then I wouldn't have the hassle of remembering about it or checking up that somebody else had done it or done it, they'd done it in a particular way or whatever. And what happened then was I used to reach the evenings just completely tired out and I would still have a you know, reasonable sized list of stuff to do. But all I really wanted to do was like slump in front of the TV and turn on Netflix and you know, zone out for a little bit. And when I did that, like I I often did that, but then, you know, I sat with this nagging feeling of all the stuff that there was to do thinking, right, you know, I'll wake up earlier in the morning to get going again. And so it went on. And, you know, given that, I wouldn't say that I've like completely radically changed everything about my life by any means. Um, But I do feel this sense of like, ease and simplicity and like calm almost that I just it didn't really feature before um like now I feel like I'm able to properly relax and probably switch off which is a really really big thing for me and something that like just almost didn't feel possible before and so you know I still pack a lot in but I'm not nearly so hard on myself for like not getting it done um, I've also got way better at handing things over so that, um, like particularly, um, with household stuff, it feels a bit more evenly split. And, um, I think that the other thing that I brought in is like going with my intuition or instinct a little bit more and doing the stuff that feels good in the moment, not 
necessarily the stuff that I feel I, I should be doing. Um, and so when I was thinking about the theme for today, I was actually reflecting on a very, very timely experience that I had literally just this morning. So today started super, super early for me. Um, Patrick, my youngest son, woke up just before sunrise, which, you know, in Aberdeenshire is early. I don't even know what time it was, but really early. Um, And that's, it's really uncommon these days. So, you know, both my kids at some point have just been, like, they just felt like they've not slept. You know, they've been up all the time during the night. Um, But it's not common these days that either of them wake up regularly at all. So I couldn't really figure out what was wrong with them. You know, I tried lots of different things, nothing worked. So after a few attempts, I just thought, right, that's it. We'll just get up. And in some ways, I almost find it easier when when I've been waking up very regularly through the night because you almost know what to expect and your body sort of becomes accustomed to it in some way. Not I'm not saying in a good way, but it does become accustomed to it. Whereas when I'm anticipating a full night sleep and then it doesn't come, the waking is more of a shock to my system, I think. And, you know, just last night, on top of all of that, I'd watched... Um, there's a really good but really like emotional emotive film before bed so I went to bed like a little bit hyped up I slept really hot and so even the sleep that I did get last night didn't feel particularly restful and I noticed that when I feel this tiredness that um like I think I'm I sort of go on autopilot a little bit like I almost don't even feel tired um, and when I'm like that, it's it's easy to let like this anxious, overwhelmed feeling take over. And so I think that when that happens, it's a good indication for me that I'm I'm not valuing my energy and I'm not valuing my time and I'm not putting like taking care of myself as a high priority at all. And so I guess what the the flip side of that is then is slowing down for me. So taking the time just to like pause and listen to what I think my body needs and sort of like my instinctive gut reaction as to what it is that feels good. And what I then find is that when I'm in this more like nourished place and um, I'm a bit calmer and a little bit more relaxed than, you know, as opposed to being in that like overdrive, overwhelm mode, that sort of rubs off on the the people around me as well. And um, other people are more likely to sort of reflect back to me the way that, that I'm feeling rather than me getting all... Um, like I, I would be grumpy and maybe making some like snippy, snidey comments or uh, just generally getting irritated at things. And then like that goes into a bit of a, a vicious circle and it all starts to like circle back on me. And you know, everybody else is a little bit more grumpy and a little bit more irritable and a little bit more on edge. And I'm thinking, oh, like... I'm the one who had so little sleep last night. It's so unfair. Like, you know, no one else knows how hard it is and I've got so much to do, et cetera, et cetera. 
So what happened this morning was, I say, waking up, like Patrick woke up super early. He was back for a nap by like half seven. Um, and I think what happened was then I immediately, he had got down. I was like, right, well, you know, I'm up now. I'll try and make the most of this time and just get on with things. And then it almost makes that time like worthwhile in some, like the early start worthwhile in some way. It like justifies me, me getting up at that time. And so I was, I was like, right, okay, think about what my body needs. Um, and I thought, right, I could go and sit outside and eat breakfast for a while, which I've been doing the last couple of days, which has been lovely. Um, or maybe I'll go up and sit in a quiet corner and do some meditation or maybe I'll go and sit with my older son for a while and have a cuddle and a chat and actually what happened was I just sat there and scrolled mindlessly on my phone for a bit and like I just felt worse afterwards (laughs) like it just didn't feel good I was like oh I you know I feel like I've not made good use of this time and it just hasn't done it hasn't like been nourishing in any in any way um yeah and so why I wanted to share this was because like these sorts of situations they're small you know I guess they seem small but when there's a number of small things like this they all add up through the course of a day and that's in the end what makes us feel like good about things or bad about things and you know I'm not saying we need to be like happy happy all the time you know part of just being a human being is experiencing a whole range of emotions and and yeah we can't expect that it's going to be like happy all the time but I do think that we can feel like good about things so even you know the way we deal with those negative emotions or what results from them that bit can feel like good rather than it turning into this like negative loop if you like and so yeah I really love supporting clients through things like this you know through all of the uncontrollable aspects of motherhood let's say so like the early starts or whatever you're able to take care of yourself and you know even for me this is still very much a practice so you know I want you to know that I'm right here with you. You know, I know what it feels like. I put loads of time and effort into developing the tools that I use to support myself, and you will continue to do so for an awfully long time. And like I want to pass those on to you and help you do the same. And I think at the end of all that, there's a real recognition that it's never going to be easy, it's never going to be perfect. And as I said, that's what life is sort of all about, isn't it? It's figuring out, doing this trial and error and figuring out what works and what doesn't. So I think that in conclusion, a really large part of it, the key part of it, I think, actually, is learning to notice. So to slow down a little bit, allow ourselves the space and the awareness to be able to stop and make changes, So like when I put down my phone this morning, I was able to take a moment and pause and reflect on the fact that that didn't feel particularly good for me in that moment. You know, sometimes I do, I spend like quite a bit of time scrolling my phone and it does feel good, but this morning it just didn't. And I was able to, you know, readjust, think about what I actually wanted from my day. And 
know that I would have to give myself a little bit of leeway and a big bit of patience for feeling the way I did. And I notice that when I am able to do that for myself, then it becomes a much easier to also do it for other people. Because again, when I'm tired, it's much easier to get into blame mode. So, you know, to get grumpy with the kids because of something they've done, some mischief they're causing or a particular way they're behaving or whatever, to get into that like passive aggressive zone with my husband and be a bit snappy. Um, And also, as I say, a big thing for me would be then to get super busy through the day. So um, like I can almost, it's an outlet almost for my frustration because then I can be like, oh great, look, you know, I'm so tired and look at all the stuff that I have to do. So I think just being able to recognise that in all of this, I still have a choice has been something that has been super empowering for me. And yeah, I think for me, that's the bit that has has really been like the missing piece of the puzzle in learning to value my my own time and energy. So like if you recognise any of this, if you think that there's times like this or something else similar where you just give away too much of your energy, like without realising it. So without taking that pause, then I would absolutely love it if you came along to the five day mini series that I'm running kicking off on next Monday. So Monday the 19th, um, it'll be one one week from the day this episode is released. It's five days of short videos that will all be available on replay and catch up. And they're designed to take you from this like constant busyness cycle into a place of having a little bit more balance. So being able to slow down and take those pauses, like even if you think that it's not possible for you at the minute. Um, Each of the days we'll be exploring a new theme. So the first day we'll look at why we're so busy, why it's such a common thing today um, and particularly for females and even more particularly for working mums. We'll look at what balance is right now and if it's even a possibility. We'll then look at some of your personal intentions and what a balanced lifestyle might look like for you. Um, We'll then do some exercises to find out how you might start integrating those things that you've identified as being important to you in your day and then how we keep those as small sustainable changes that will lead to like longer term um, differences. So I think that you're really at the end of the day when when we feel this way, when we feel that overwhelming busyness and the frustration that comes with it, then like we also have to take responsibility for it. Um, because it's really, really hard to make changes. You know, I know that because it has been for me, at least it has been, I should say. And I think that's particularly because everything else seems like set against us. Um the society and the world in general these days sort of really benefits of us being so busy and um, like time poor. So 
It's all set to keep us in these patterns, even though those patterns aren't good for us or aren't healthy for us or aren't the way that we want to live our lives. But I think that the really, um, like the really, yeah, empowering thing is that we can make changes if we choose to, but it has to start with us. So there's been loads of people signed up so far. So I'm really looking forward to a great week of lots of interactions. But if you haven't signed up, then you can do so at subscribepage.com forward slash busy to balance. And I'll also link to that in the show notes. So that's subscribepage.com forward slash busy to balanced. And yeah, I should look forward to seeing you there. Um, if there's anything you want to know, if you want some more information, drop me a message on Instagram at Debbie Leco, and um, yeah, I'll be happy to provide you with any any further info. And with that, um, have a wonderful rest of the week, and I shall look forward to seeing you there next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the working mums out there looking for more balance in their every day. If you'd like to hear more, then come join my free five-day challenge on how to create more balance as a working mum from the 19th to the 23rd of April. Head over to at on Instagram to sign up. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.